Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 post game show. I'm your host, Anthony Donardo. With me, we got our co host, Jim Rosati. How you doing today, Jim? Um, I'm doing okay. Would have been better. Would have been better if they would have pulled out a win, but no, I'm doing good. It's a good Saturday. Certainly. We are here for the Pirates post game show to discuss this four to three loss to the Diamondbacks, which they had uh, a lead. It was Mitch Keller Day. Mitch Keller performed. And uh, ultimately, the lead was lost. Pirates lose the game. But let's talk, because I don't think this was all that bad of a game, for one. Um, but again, like I guess let's kick it off with Mitch Keller, probably. I mean, yeah, let's, let's, let's lead it off with him, I guess. I mean, he was outstanding, I thought, again. Yeah. Again. Um, command was there on pretty much all of his pitches, was doing pretty much whatever he wanted throughout the entire game. Stuff looked good. Just really a start that we're used to seeing out of Mitch Keller. Uh, he's now he's now just consistently going out there and really just executing uh, all of his pitches uh, throughout the entire course of the game. Just I mean another great great start. We've talked a lot about Mitch Keller in the last you know couple of weeks, but yeah, outstanding start by Keller. Deserve better, you know, obviously what probably deserved right. to, to get the win here. That's a game that, you know, looking back, you look and see how Keller pitched. You look to see, you know, who he was up against. He was up against, the, you know, Brandon fought great pitcher, number 21 prospect in baseball, but he struggled, you know, in his first few starts here in the majors. That's a game the Pirates should win. Uh, and here we are. They to lost. bounce it on the other side, just because you brought it up with fought, you know, you're right. Like coming into the game, if you look at just the ERA, I mean, it's Mitch Kellover. This guy has a seven-plus ERA. They should have it locked. And he's pretty filthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why Brandon Font is a – I said some publications are going to – I mean, he's a top-20 prospect in all of baseball. He's one of the best right-handed pitching prospects in the game. He was the Diamondbacks pitcher of the year last year in the minors. I mean, he's he's a good pitcher. I said, had, has had a couple rough starts here to start his major league career, but – I mean, I don't think anyone out here thinks Brandon Fott's not a good pitcher. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, again, like you look at the ERA, I mean, he he pitched well. But on the R end of it, right, Mitch Keller also pitched very well. You know, he, I mean, I know the game started – well, a couple strikeouts, but, I mean, the game started as far as runs go. He gave up the, the home run to Cattell Marte, which he just absolutely mashed. Uh, whatever. It was a good pitch, just good at bat by Cattell to get to it hits the home run, whatever. That's one of those things where, you know what, you just give kudos to the hitter. When you look at Mitch Keller, uh, again, the, the strikeouts were there. So as I said today, today he had eight strikeouts. So we go six innings. Uh, as mentioned, he gives up the one home run. He does end up giving up two in total, well, two earned runs, I should say. Three hits, no walks, eight strikeouts. He now has six games this year with at least eight strikeouts. We only had one last year. 
you know, the biggest thing we're talking about also is like how Mitch Keller can get outs. He's getting outs by strikeouts. I mean, he's become a true like strikeout pitcher at this point. He's just mowing everyone in the down right and left. Yeah, I mean, he was again outstanding today. I don't, I don't really know if there's anything we can add to the Mitch Keller discussion that we've seen in the last few weeks. Just, just an outstanding performance. I said he he ran into a little bit of trouble in the sixth. Gave up the lead off. Gave gave up the home run in the first, but it was a solo shot and it was a good pitch. It was a ball off the plate. Could tell Marte just just beat him. And there's nothing you can do about that. He's a good ball player. Uh, sixth inning gives up a run, but he you know Pirates still still with the lead three to two after six. Um, and that's where it got really interesting. I, I do want to talk about this quite a bit here. Cause this is, I think this is what everybody was talking about on Twitter for, you know, an hour or so. Um, Mitch Keller at 84 pitches after six innings, three, two lead. Derek Shelton goes to Robert Stevenson. I want, I want to hear your thoughts Donardo, Cause I don't really know if I've heard your thoughts yet. Honestly, I s- I saved it. I felt yeah. this would be good discourse. And then let's, Shelton gave us another thing to talk about. So we're blessed yeah. with them tonight. Uh, let's let's talk about this first though. Cause I mean, there was, there were a lot of opinions to be had about this decision for a random May 20th baseball game, but yeah, let's, sure. let's talk about it. I, I'll say this. And just cause I do know your opinions and they were out there don't, on Twitter. And I think don't both sides it. You can't both sides this one. Denardo. You well, I'm not going to, but what I, <laughs> I will say <laughs> is I do see both sides. So one thing is, no, no, listen, listen. I mean, Sean took him out, and you could see reason. It's not as if he just took him out, and it's like, what are you doing? There's absolutely zero reason to do it. You know, he did struggle. He gave up a lot of – well, he's first off, he was throwing a lot of balls. He wasn't hitting the strike zone too often. Uh, he's giving up some hard hits. He's giving up, what, three out of four hits at, at the end there. So, like, things – I'm not going to say were falling apart, but he wasn't as sharp at that very last outing. There's 84 pitches. He's not that sharp. You have the lead right now. Go to your bullpen. It's Stevenson, who has looked good. I mean, he's performance-wise, ERA was, a, well, I think, a 169 going into this game. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Stevenson now. He's looked good. I'm still on the I'm intrigued with Stevenson ship. I think he could be a good reliever. And then Holderman and Bednar. Like, you just go to your dogs right there, close it out, as they should. So I get where he could come from to take him out. Me personally, though, I'm not. And for all the same reasons why three starts ago, I said I wanted Mitch Keller to close out in the ninth inning. Like, at that point, I was leaning there. And all Mitch Keller has done since then is proven to me the point I'm going to make. He's a dog. Stevenson I'm still intrigued with because – He's not at that level where I'm completely confident. Let me get Stevenson in. This isn't the like the, the 13, 14 Pirates where let me go to 7, 8, 9, and this game's a wrap. Stevenson is, I think he could be a good pitcher, but I don't know still. Horderman's like, well, he's got some smoke and mirrors to him. Bednar's the only one I'm fully confident with at this point in time. So Mitch Keller has led me to half of my May wins so far himself, basically. Get me this third one. It's only 84 pitches. You know, I'm I'm letting him go out there and see what he can do. Now, I got Stevenson on deck, warming up, ready to go if need be. But I'm giving the ball to my ace, Jim, my ace, Mitch Keller, and saying, go get this for me. And that's a fair argument. Like, I'm, I'm not going to really 
bash anyone for saying, hey, 84 pitches, Mitch Keller, six innings, throw him out there for the seventh. He's been pretty efficient the entire ball game. Um, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say anyone who has that opinion is wrong. On the flip side, <clears throat> I don't think it's the worst decision in the world by Derek Sheldon. Like it's it wasn't it wasn't as egregious as people made it out to be to say, hey, you know what? I've got a pitcher here who, yeah, he's 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 my ace. He's my dog. At the same time. He's thrown a lot of pitches and a lot of innings in the last month or so, more than he's ever done in his entire life. This is a this is a 162 game season. There's lots of starts remaining in this in this in this uh, in this uh, year to go. This one, these three outs, maybe aren't the most important thing in the world when it comes to Mitch Keller. So. 84 pitches. Yeah, if you look at his previous starts, 93, 103, 100, 97. I would I would venture to say that, you know, if you put him back out there for the seventh, then Keller's looking at another 95-plus pitch performance today. And has he ever done that in his career? Gone 95, 90-plus 90 pitches, five starts in a row? My guess is he probably hasn't. And at some point, you've got this guy who's on pace to pitch 200 innings. You can't just you can't just throw him until his arm falls off. You know, you you do have to actually take care of him. Um, and and I know this may not, and we're not talking about a game here where the Pirates were losing or they, they it was tied. Like they, the Pirates had the lead. The Pirates had, it's a three two game against right. the Arizona Diamondbacks. You don't have to get a ton. You have to be able to, as a manager, turn to your bullpen to get nine outs every now and then, right? Uh, so, so again, I, I'm i not going to argue or bash anyone who says, hey, Keller should have started the seventh because I can, I can see that argument 100%. But I don't think pulling him after 84 pitches and six strong innings, and like you mentioned, that sixth inning, it wasn't a terrible inning, but it was certainly his worst inning of the game. I mean, we got, I think we can all agree on that. You know what, Mitch, great job. Quality start. You look great. Another really good start from you. Let's turn things over to our three guys in the bullpen, Stevenson, Holderman, Bednar, who should be able to get the job done. And guess what? Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Like they just, Stevenson didn't get the job done. Like I, I'm blaming this loss more on Stevenson than I am on Shelton. Oh. Yeah. There's other reasons why you can blame this on Sheldon. We'll get to it. But like at the end of the day, Stevenson has to just not give up a homer to Paven Smith. Like that's if Stevenson. Yeah. Like I said, like Austin said, if Stevenson goes out there and gets three outs, no one cares. It, it's, it's the decision worked out. Sometimes, sometimes decisions just don't work out. And I don't know if there was necessarily a right or a wrong move here. Uh, but I'm not going to um, bash Derek Shelton for taking Mitch Keller out after six strong innings and handing a lead to his three best relievers. Again, this is why I start off laughing because you said you're going to both sides it, right? And that's because it's true. You know, like I'm with you. I can't argue against like your point. I think on both sides, if you have informative opinions on it, right? They may, but they both make sense. Everything you said, absolutely true, right? 
uh, again, like I guess just to rebuttal that a little bit, you know, Mitch Keller probably hasn't done this, like you said, in his career. But also Mitch Keller hasn't been this Mitch Keller in his career. Uh, so, so like, again, this is why I think maybe it just comes down to personality or whatever. You know, like I would have sent him back in there with Stevenson ready to go. You would not have. And I think I don't know if I, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't okay. know. I would have, if I were in the, if I were in the dugout, tell I me what you would have done then, Mr. I'm going I, both yeah, sides. I mean, no, I would have, it, it depends on the situation. I'm, I'm talking to Keller. Hey, how are you feeling? I'm talking to Marine. I'm talking to the, 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 the analytic guys who were tracking all these pitches and saying, maybe, maybe someone said, Hey, you know what? His pitches just weren't as sharp there at the end of that Which six they as they were earlier in the game. And then you say, okay, well, you know what? We'll take what we got out of them. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it that, that you and I and everyone on Twitter just don't really know. Um, you know, we can see it with our eyes that, yeah, I mean, he gave up three hits. The, the ground ball to end the sixth inning was 103.8 uh, miles per hour. So, that you know, his last out was a, was a pretty hard hit ball. So, I mean, we, these are the things that we can see. I just – I don't have an issue turning over a one-run lead – on May 20th to your three best relievers. Correct. Don't have an issue with it. Like Correct. At, at the end of the day, they, they got to get the job done. Yep. And that's why, again, I agree with you on that too. Like it's Stevenson's fault more than anyone. He has to do his job because at the end of the day, like you, you have to have relievers that have to do their job. This goes back to the discourse when everyone wants to question like which reliever came in or whatever, like, no, you got to go this reliever instead of that reliever at this spot or whatever. And at the end of the day, people have to do their job, you know? So Stevenson didn't. He's got to wear this. It's it's on him. And, and this is why, again, like I think this you can this is a very debatable topic, but I don't think there is a right answer. You know, also something of note: 13 pitches by uh Keller in the fifth, 19 by Keller in the sixth. So, you know, again, you're looking for efficiency. It was just 84 pitches, but they were starting to add up. It wasn't looking as efficient, looking as sharp. So again, kudos to uh shelton's point there right maybe it's time to get him out i'm not going to put him in there and he's giving up the the solo shot now because he looks awful or the two run shot because he looks awful so it is what it is uh at the end of the day it's a questionable call you can go either way with i don't think there's a wrong answer stevenson's the one who gave up the two runs so maybe let's just talk about stevenson a little unfortunate he has looked solid so far this sounding clearly not yeah i mean stevenson's been good ever since you know being activated off the il uh today obviously gives up gives up the two run homer I, I think just what makes this game frustrating for for pirates fans is it's a it's a game that you halfway through the, this game you you were very confident in your the team's ability to pull out a win here and it and it didn't happen so you know right. who's who's to blame but uh, yeah, I mean, Stevenson didn't get the job done when called upon. At the end of the day, that's that's what you got to do. And again, it's just it sucks. But it, it, I mean, Kenny just says there, it is what it is. Almost like you you can't just throw Mitch Keller nine innings every time he starts in order to win the right. games. Like when Mitch Keller starts, other people not named Mitch Keller are going to have to get out. And today, that just didn't happen. That's it. That's it. That it's what it's. But it sucks. Like I like it it sucks. I get the frustration because as far as like I said, you, you look at the pitch count and you're like, Keller could have gone one more. And especially like in hindsight, you see the home run given up and then 
you know, it's a bad call. As I but. think, yeah, like as I think Austin said, right now you look in hindsight and we're arguing that Keller should have stayed in the game. It's on Stevenson, right? But let's let's switch it up. Let's pretend in the alternate universe, right? Shelton kept Keller in, and Keller gave up the two run run two run uh, two run homer, right? Mm-hmm. And now the other half of Pirates Twitter is saying, "What the hell's going on? Keller looked awful. Why did you not pull him? Why are you an idiot, Derek Shelton? You can clearly see that. We all saw it. He gave up those three hits. What are you doing? You can't manage a freaking staff and bullpen to save your life. And then here we are once again." <laughs> so again like this is why i can see the discourse and why there really isn't the right answer yeah no I, I think if there's anything to like be upset about when it comes to shelton today it's why is austin hedges getting at bats in late innings in close games you know why is and it worked out jack swinsky gets a double in the eighth inning off a lefty but like why is jack swinsky batting against the lefty in the eighth inning i don't know why uh, like those are things where you maybe think that there there's probably better moves to be made here uh, from a, just from an analytical approach. Uh, Let's talk about that a little bit too. Like that yeah. was kind of odd. So, right. Like he lets Jack Sawinski bat versus the lefty. There's Rodolfo Castro sitting on the bench once again, because he can't be used against righties. And oh, there's a lefty in. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't go to Castro, but albeit Sawinski pulls through, right? Odds aren't in his favor, but he pulls through, but gets that double. Um, and then on the flip side, he finally does go to Castro, but it's versa righty. <laughs> so like he puts, he uses both of them in the, like the least opportune spot, but they both do pull through, which is ironic and funny. Castro again, isn't there for a righty uh, and he walks. So, right. Like you would have thought pull Swinsky go to Castro there doesn't, but it all worked out. So yeah, I mean, at the at the end of the day, we can talk about Robert Stevenson, Mitch Keller. We can talk about the decision all we want, but it kind of just goes back to the offense didn't come through against the, the Diamondbacks bullpen. Um, they 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 really didn't they didn't put up a fight at all, other than just one inning. They scored in yeah. one inning of today's game, and even that triple bases clearing bases loaded three run triple by key Brian Hayes, a really good right fielder probably catches that ball. And then, yeah. and then, and then we're talking about a game that, you know, the pirates got shut out. In, right. So yep. it's, it, it kind of just goes back to the offense where not only there really weren't a ton of opportunities to take advantage of in today's game. They only had six at bats with runners in scoring position. They only left six guys on base. It's not like a crazy, terrible number. They just, didn't do anything for the for eight innings of today's game and that's that's what cost them this game when you're when you give up four runs in a game you should win like you should win that game five to four and they did there you go april as we talked you know they're scoring five plus a game may not now it's come alive a little bit they're not the same struggles uh, but yeah, the offense didn't pull through. Although again, like it wasn't egregious. I mean, look at the strikeouts, only seven today, just three walks though. But like they weren't stringing hits together. It wasn't until that one inning, as you just mentioned, where Brian Hayes is triple, which albeit was a good piece of hitting by him, you know, and we keep talking about the exit velocity. It's still there. Maybe things are starting to click better, but right. That was out of the reach by maybe seven inches <laughs> on that glove, which yeah. uh, a three run triple becomes a large out and that's it. 
And, you know, Keller's not even in the position to get the win there. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the offense did have to come through. They didn't. Um, they, they need, they need power like that. That's you're not, you're just not going to win very many games in major league baseball when you do not hit a home run. Donardo, don't go there. If only there okay, was a catcher we'll in double A who just hits nonstop bombs. You know? Who's played right field back-to-back days. But we won't go there. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, uh, I'm with you, Jim. But, I mean, you know, the- yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to hit the ball over the fence. Because it's, it's hard to string multiple hits together at times. And they just weren't able to do so today. And the Diamondbacks were able to hit the ball over the fence, and that was the difference in today's game. That's a good point. That literally was the difference. Yep. Because even Stevenson, like he, if that doesn't go over the fence, it's probably a tied game. They're still playing right now at the, at the very least. So there's that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and I don't know, man. Like the power is just, it's not around, especially the way this lineup's been looking. When you have Marcano, Bay, yeah. Palacios, Hedges, like in the bottom half, like it ain't coming from there anymore. Oh, Joe's I mean, pulled off a little bit. Bottom half of I mean, you look at today's lineup five, six, seven, eight, nine. Cabrian Hayes has what one home run this year? Probably Marcano has one, and Bay has one, two. Has two. He has two. Top of my head, I think two. Palacios has, has none, Hedges has zero. So that's five through nine have a combined four home runs this year. There you go. That's just that's you're, you're not. It's not a it's not a competitive winning lineup. Yep. And as much and that's why I, I especially keep harping on like the bottom half, especially like six through nine of this lineup. Like I understand one through four, one through five have to do their jobs, but like that's the thing with this lineup compared to April too. I mean, April had the depth until it got to hedges. Everyone was pretty competent. You saw average, you saw power, everything. And like at this point in time, that's gone. So I understand one through four has to do the job, but when they're not, or maybe two out of four are struggling. Someone's got to pick them up. And this is why you say, like, this is why the home run is even that more important because they're not capable of stringing hits together. <laughs> right. They, I mean, they, they, they've shown that they're capable of stringing hits together. It's just more difficult. Like, it's more difficult and it's less consistent. But, so, uh, a little bit of hyperbole. They can, but right. Yeah. When, when it, it's a lot is what we see. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot easier to score when you hit the ball over the fence. Yep. It, you score almost every single time you hit the ball over the fence. The only exception I can think of is when you don't step on first base. Denardo, move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the ball game there. Uh, I guess we can just add that, you know, Moretta came in, did Moretta things. Then Bednar came in, did Bednar things. I mean, they kept the game there still. Moretta, I, I don't know, man. Like, like, I saw Tyler's and Neil's post-game show last night, and like, I just agree and feel the same way. I don't trust it, but until he proves me right for not trusting it, I just it's it's happening. I mean, Moretta just shows to be, a, I guess, a competent reliever. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, slider's I will say good. the slider's good, and the changeup is good against lefties. Like, he's got a pitch to get both lefties and righties out. The fastball is very pedestrian. But when when you can play that fastball off of the other two pitches, which he has been doing, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because like you look at his career numbers and you're like, where did this stuff come from? Um, 
but you also look at like last year, like his when like he got called up by the Reds at one point last year, and then he he stuck with them the remainder of the year. From that point, from the call up on, he was a he was a pretty good reliever for the Reds last season. Um, yeah, and, and so like we've now seen like this is almost like a calendar month where Dowry Moret has been a pretty solid major league reliever. Uh, yeah, definitely a surprise. I, I was not expecting him to be a meaningful contributor in any way on this roster. And here we are. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to slot him into like a setup type role just yet. I, I still want to see a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I probably still trust Stevenson more than Moretta at this point. Who's but not by a lot. Of, his like not, yeah. But like not by a lot. Like I like those two are, those two are pretty similar when it comes to like my, my trust rankings. That's fair to say, you know, again, like there's still a lot of April hanging on to me where he just wasn't finding the strike zone and that has improved. But again, that April is still hanging on to me and it's like, okay, so how long is this? Like when's, when's the, I don't want to say really command, like, but he's finding the zone a little bit more. Like when's that going to drop off again and go back to April? Where there's a lot of smoke and mirrors at this point in time though. Like you are correct. I mean, he is down now to a 2.18 ERA. The dude's performing mm-hmm. that wise. He's getting better. Like the metrics are looking better now. He's finding the strike zone more now. Maybe he just needed to get in the zone. You know, that confidence was oozing. And now maybe it's actually, you know, sitting in and he's understanding, yeah. like, I am a good pitcher and he's, he's pitching well. I- I'm with you. I want to continue seeing more of him. I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm not ready there with Stevenson either. But at this point in time, I think Stevenson and Amaretta can be those capable guys to bridge over to eight and nine. They're showing it so far. Yeah, I mean, with today's performance, he's now pitched nine scoreless innings. Nine, actually, let me even phrase that. He's pitched nine no-hit innings in the month of May. Dowry Moretta has pitched a no-hitter for May. Nine no-hit innings. 13 strikeouts, two walks. Like, he's he's stringing together a lot of really good outings. Yep. We talk about Hernandez, too. Hernandez has looked... Quite I've well. been impressed with Hernandez too. Yeah, season. I mean, you typically you can't really count on a Rule Five pick to to really be someone you can count on in a bullpen. Uh, we've seen the Pirates a lot, you know, with a lot of Rule Five relievers in the past, and they they hide them, you know, significant like really hide them and put them on phantom IL stints for sixty days so they can just hold on to them. But right. I mean, Jose Hernandez is a valuable member of this bullpen. Uh, he's, they, 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 you know, Rob Zestrizny is back, but I, I, I trust Jose Hernandez over Rob Zestrizny at this point. In time. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can wrap this up here a little bit, but before we do, so, so that, what I want to say here is we've just talked about Bednar's David Bednar, Holderman's Holderman. Moretta is, you know, looking to be possibly like a, a very valuable, usable reliever. Hernandez has looked valuable and usable, right? Stevenson has. That's a lot of guys in the bullpen. So when Shelton sees Mitch Keller struggling through the sixth, we just hyped up the bullpen right now and shown you and talked how good and you know, how many options there are. So again, back to that argument, like maybe that's why you don't go Keller that seventh inning. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to really argue either way. 
Yeah. No, I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. as we finish this up, we're talking and, yep. and talking up this bullpen in a game where everyone's confused why they went to the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. That, I mean, that's a good point. Right. I know. Thank you. Your first good point <laughs> that, you've, that you've ever yes. made. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Took me seven years. All right. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to go over with today's game? Um, G1 Bay needs to stop getting caught stealing. I mean, that was a position like that was he gets on base to three, one lead. You got to take second, Like you got to take second there. And, uh, this is now four caught stealings, I believe in a row. Four in a row. Um, so whatever magic he had going on stolen base wise prior is kind of rubbing off. He, uh, he he needs to be more productive on the bases because he doesn't get on base often enough mm-hmm. to be caught stealing as much as he is. He can't currently. afford to give up outs. Yeah, he currently he leads the league in caught stealings. Yeah, he does. Um, what I just want to say... Tied with Q. Brian Hayes, by the way. Also not great. <laughs> what I want to say to that is, at least with this one, a lot of props to Moreno. That was that was a oh, really really great good defensive play. You know, great. Throw. Yeah. At least this time, Bay didn't make a dumb stolen base attempt. That was a, that right. was a good stolen base attempt. He actually got a good jump. Like mm-hmm. that was more to me on the catcher than him. But just to point out there, that is four caught ceilings in a row for him. There's some concern there. Yeah, I mean, because if if that's the one thing he running is the one. The one thing he does well, he's got to do it well. He's got he's like he he can he's fast. He needs to use that speed to actually execute on the field, and he really hasn't been doing it lately. The bat has picked up, you know, lately a little bit, but he yeah. needs to wreak havoc on the base paths, and he's wreaking havoc, but the opposite direction. He's he's killing innings right now. Right. Um, another thing I would just want to point out, just because we're talking about this and Bay being involved, speaking of speed, Corbin Carroll is fast as hell. But with that, really good, if you saw it or not, really good defensive play by Marcano, just getting to that ball. So Corbin Carroll hits one right up the middle. Marcano crosses lines over in the second base side, stops the ball from getting any further. Bounces off him, gets to Bay. Bay turns out a really, really good throw to first, but Carroll's just so fast. So, again, like, what does speed do? That's an out in, like, 99% of the league right there. Mm-hmm. Carroll gets on. I just want to point that out because I want to give kudos to Marcano. We talked about the bad shortstop play. It's been terrible. He at least has a glove, no arm, as we also saw today. Although the out was made, he just has such a noodle arm. But the glove's there, and he showed it today. No, and that's actually – thank you for bringing that up because we, we talk a lot about how – there's at least two or three plays I can think of where Castro was playing short and he didn't keep a ball in the infield and it cost the Pirates a run. That was an excellent job by Marcano. Like, yeah, one run scored on that play, but two would have scored if any other player was playing shortstop there probably. For sure. So, yeah, that was a good job by him. All right. Well, that's it for me. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, that we're, that, that we're good with that. Tomorrow, game three, Merrill Kelly, Rowanzi Contreras. Should be a pretty good game again. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, 
Let's take the series. This would be a big series to take. The Pirates, by the way, do not have a losing record against any National League team. So let's keep that going. There you go. Also, thanks to Joe Block, somehow, with this May, still own the best batting average with guys in scoring position. I don't know how. (laughs) They must have batted 800 in April. But (laughs) something of note there, they still hold on to. All right. Let's get out of here then. Appreciate everyone for watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. See you guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.